This is Blood Moon Milk. Hey y'all, happy full moon in Libra slash Scorpio. This one is kind of an oddball full moon because it actually is going to feel more like Scorpio energy, but technically it's in Libra. Um, With that being said, I went with what I felt was the most useful energy to work with, and that would be the Scorpionic energy that the moon will be in on Friday night, um, when actually the full moon occurs Friday morning around 7 a.m., which then it'll be in some of the last degrees of Libra. So if anybody had any questions about why I chose that, feel free to reach out to me. And I covered most of that in the first episode of the season two. So if you stop by to check out all that full moon goodness, go back and listen to season two, episode one. All the full moon and Scorpio stuff is covered there. This interview is with a local astrologer by the name of Alan Gordon. He has a lot of really great experience. He's been doing astrology for about 30 plus years, um, and his specialty is Saturnian astrology. And with that, we'll go into the interview. I'm here with Aurora on her podcast, and my name is Alan Gordon, and uh, I've been an astrologer since 1975, but in the last uh, 18 years, I've specialized in uh, reading short charts at um, Renaissance festivals, so little 15-minute readings, and of course, I have a grand trine in fire, so I'm able to get right in on those uh, quick readings. So today, we're going to talk about um what are the current transits coming up and what do you think is yep and um just to let listeners know i'll be joining alan for some of the dates this year at the georgia renaissance festival and you can find those out by checking out uh blood moon milk's instagram uh closer to those dates so check us out on social media let's get into the transits okay so what do you see coming up uh um, well, I know that there's going to be a few things in retrograde, uh, by the time we get to the Renaissance Festival, um, namely Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter. Uh, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So all the kind of heavy hitters and major players, uh, good thing the sun doesn't go retrograde because if he did, I think the world would end. <laughs> well, it, it certainly would. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's... Sort of a cosmic reality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, physics reality. Yeah. So what we have going retrograde is, is Jupiter going on the 10th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of, um, it stations uh, the 10th of this month. Right. So by the time this comes out, it'll already be retrograde. Right. And then um, Saturn goes retrograde April 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have? Pluto goes retrograde... And it looks like the 21st mm-hmm. of April. So what are your thoughts on how this will affect? Um, well, I think these are 
really intense planets, all of them, that really have to do, and they're all in Capricorn, except for Jupiter right now, which is in its domicile of Sagittarius. Um, but Saturn's at home in its domicile as well in Capricorn. So um, we're going to see, oh, I think we'll see like, big changes to overarching structures, uh, things that don't need to exists anymore are going to get reaped by that Pluto Pluto and Capricorn when it goes backwards and aligns with that Saturn retrograde, I think. So last fall, uh, when I did the Carolina Renaissance Festival, mm -hmm. I saw quite a few um, people who have Saturn and Capricorn and other planets in Capricorn, and more than usual. So um, when people had Saturn in Sagittarius on their Saturn return a couple of years ago, I didn't see as many come in on that Saturn return mm -hmm. for readings as I did this this year. So um, generationally, uh, this particular group has uh, Uranus in, in Capricorn, Neptune in Capricorn, and then their Saturn in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So they do seem very interested in what's happening, what, what's a Saturn return, what's, what's going on. Um, but at the point that I saw them last fall, I don't think they really had an idea of what's going on. And so with this Saturn retrograde, um, perhaps this spring, we're going to start to see people really starting to question their lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be systemic changes that are maybe beyond most regular people's control that just start to break down and dissolve to make way for new stuff. But it's going to be beyond most people's control. Um, and so I think there are some challenging times ahead, but I think that that can also be an opportunity for growth mm -hmm. um, because you don't get anywhere without really looking reality in the eye and coming to terms with the facts. Right. And I think we've been living in a fantasy world for a little while, you know, uh, kind of denying who's in control of things and letting people into power positions who don't really necessarily deserve them. Oh, God. <laughs> and I think we're going to come up to a point where there's a reckoning, mm -hmm. I suspect. I, I certainly hope so. <laughs> and um, I can hope, right? Yeah. As a, as a bit of a cynic, I'm, I'm a Saturn sun in Libra. Mm -hmm. And um, yet one would want to, with, with Saturn in Capricorn, one would want to think that... Um, the power of the law would finally uh, bear out, especially in our political situation that we're facing mm -hmm. these days. Um, but at the same time, in tradition, um, Saturn has always been the establishment that holds the power and won't let go of that power. It's also thought of as karma. Well, it, it is that, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I mean... I have hopes. <laughs> I know I know what I hope will happen, but um I mean we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Like everybody else. And and um uh long-term memory wise um as I was discussing with you earlier uh during the 80s and 90s when when the Uranus Neptune actually conjuncted in Capricorn we thought perhaps that some some governmental uh structures would be overthrown at that point. Um, they were, but they weren't what we expected. Uh, the biggest thing that happened 
in the Clinton era was the uh, welfare reform. Mm -hmm. And the second largest thing we're still living with today, and that's the three strikes and you're out um, punitive um, judge, judgments by by judges that couldn't go beyond those guidelines. And so we've um, uh, penalized and, and um, um, incarcerated a whole generation of young people just for uh, smoking pot and some other things that... Yeah, that are relatively minor in the grand scheme of what people are getting away with than the plain public eye that are far more detrimental to society as a whole. Right. So so now we have um, uh, a president that's overturning everything he possibly can in terms of uh, our, our um, social norms, in terms of what we expect from a president. And for the most part, actually not getting away with it in the courts. Yeah, yeah. But getting away with it with some popular opinion or his base. Well, I mean, he, the fact that he's still in control says there's something yeah. wrong. But, um, I but- mean... Let's go to the people that we're going to be seeing. That yeah. One. <laughs> yeah. Not obsess about the, no. yeah. that particular person. So, <laughs> so who do you think will be coming in for readings? Because in the Renaissance Festival, um, as opposed to your own um, business, mm-hmm. uh, it's more of a random sample. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Theoretically. Yeah. And so yet, uh, as, as I think any astrologer would know, it's not random. I think we're going to see a lot of Leo's. Okay, why why is that? Um, Leo's really like the flamboyant side of things, mm-hmm. and they like costumes, they like dressing up, and so I think that we'll see a lot of them uh, out and about in costume, if not in to get a reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but Leo would be my first guess. So um, there will be plenty of people, Leos out there in, in costume or wannabe Leos, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that's who's going to come in for a reading. And so my experience um, over the years is that people on, let's say, a Jupiter return or a good Jupiter aspect mm-hmm. don't come in for readings because their life is working. Oh, so we're going to be seeing a lot of Saturn returns. We're going to be seeing yeah. Saturn and yeah. we're going to be seeing Capricorn. Um, we may be seeing some cancers, some cancer moons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Cancers love astrology. Right. (laughs) They do. And, and, uh, and Pisces too, I think like, well, yeah, and I uh, point out to your listeners why, why we're going to see the Pisces. Um, yeah. Did you want to, oh, well, so the Mercury Neptune retrograde that just happened. Mm-hmm. Has turned a lot of a lot of people on their heads, so to speak, uh, or, or changed people's perception of what's going on, and so we may get a lot of Pisces coming in saying, "What just happened?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think to that account too, it's possible we'll see a lot of Tauruses, even more than maybe you might have seen in the past because of Uranus just moving into Taurus. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was going to go back to that um, theoretically too because. Um, um, Taurus and the, the, the Uranus that moved into Taurus actually happened last October with the, uh, Venus retrograde in, in Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking that we may see Tauruses and Scorpios 
But some of them we may be asking what happened last fall. Right. That turned you on your head. Yeah. And you're still searching. Yeah. For, Possibly. For what that would uh, what that would be. <laughs> what about the Jupiter retrograde in Sagittarius? Um, well, I, I think that, you know, it's possible we'll see more Sagittarians as well. Uh, asking, where's my good luck at? <laughs> uh, exactly. You yeah. know, and we'll just have to look at the whole picture, which is the whole chart and in right. conjunction with the transits that are going on now. Yeah, and, and that's my impression. As I said, um, uh, a lot of times we don't get readings, random readings, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> with a Jupiter transit because their lives are going well. But the ones that we will get are Sagittarian and Jupiterian inquiries into where's my luck? <laughs> yeah. What, you know, where, where's this going to lead me? Is this a lucky time for me? And yes, 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 and yes, but... Uh, be careful what you wish for. You may just get it. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Bit of the cosmic reality of... of um, and then Jupiter retrograde um, may change that uh, position and say what you thought was the next step might not be, but more good is coming or more... Or what comes next is something better than you could have even known to have asked for previously. Sure. Is possible. Yeah. You know, I like to look on the bright side being a Sagittarius myself. Yes. Yeah, and I have Mars and Sagittarius. So, yeah, I, I definitely, um, if coming from a Sagittarius, by the way, for your, your listeners, uh, I know my Mars is in the ninth house in Sagittarius. And I've always had this strong belief that I'm going to land on my feet no matter how I screw up. And for the most part, it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that's but interesting. we can be overly optimistic sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I'm thinking about where my Mars is. It's in my first house, along with my Jupiter and Pisces, mm-hmm. and I definitely have not had that that feeling um, that I'm always going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, in fact, maybe maybe it has more to say. Maybe it's my Saturn Sun as opposed to my Jupiter. But um, I've always had this feeling that I have to be responsible that I have to, um, like not get in trouble because I've got responsibilities to take care of. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you look at me on paper, like I don't really have a whole lot of responsibilities that anybody else has, you know, Mm -hmm. like I have a job and I have to pay bills, but I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't have a whole lot of personal, uh, responsibilities that I have to take, like take care of. Mm -hmm. So it's odd to me that I have this innate, feeling all the time like gotta gotta do the right thing (laughs) because i just have to because it will prevent me from doing what i'm supposed to do yeah and that could be the the square of the saturn sun too which is always going to be very responsible no matter what sign it's in Mm. um to the pisces that says uh, with the mars and jupiter that says nothing is real everything could come apart at any one point yeah yeah that it's all zen Mm -hmm. and and if i set my sights on on this accomplishment Mm -hmm. uh pisces may say that that's not going to happen or or even if you accomplish it the the taoist or zen side of that says well what did you accomplish yeah you know yeah so that that's kind of um uh, intrinsic to anybody with uh, heavy Pisces, uh, uh, yeah. Well, going on in their chart. Um, 
Well, what can you uh, tell listeners about what they can expect if they visit us at the Renaissance Festival? Well, we look at your chart. We look at the uh, the natal chart, and um, if you're um, perhaps in your twenties or thirties, we're still looking at the dynamics of how how your chart works and helping mm-hmm. you out with that. Um, and then we look at the current transits, and that that means uh, where the planets are now, where how they're hitting your chart, mm-hmm. and um, uh, certainly. Uh, That'll be skewed towards Capricorn, Cancer, because uh, those are the opposite signs from that polarity. Mm-hmm. And Saturn and uh, all those planets, Pluto, um, are, or Saturn and Pluto are hitting um, people with the natal um, planets. And uh, we'll have to look that up, but that's... Uh, Somewhere around 1988, 89, yeah. 90. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. People with, with their Saturn returns. Saturn returns, uh, which takes 29.7 years to go around the sun. Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be helping people figure out um, sort of what the next step is from that. Um, one of the salient points of astrology sort of corresponds to um, the Jungian idea, Carl Jung of the unconscious and when saturn hits your chart it's often difficult to see what your next step is Mm -hmm. and um, the astrologer can't necessarily tell you what that next step is but we can help guide you to looking for that and to Mm -hmm. affirming that that's the the situation that you're in is is looking for the next step yeah um as an example uh, a friend of mine broke his foot back in January. Uh, he's coming up to his Saturn opposition. Um, he's in his late thirties, but not, he's not there yet, mm-hmm. but he's really questioning his career, his job, a lot of that stuff. And when he broke his foot, he was really questioning it because mm-hmm. he was a bartender. Uh-huh. And so he couldn't work for a while and he was driving Lyft for a few uh, months while his hood, while his foot was healing. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily it wasn't his driving foot, so he could do something. Right. Um, but I looked at his chart and I was able to give him, uh, you know, this was back in December, January and Venus was moving, changing houses in his transit to a, a better position for him. Mm-hmm. And I was able to be like, by mid February, you're going to have, you're going to be out of this situation. I don't know how, but money stuff's going to look up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget the, the distinct, um, signs that everything was in for him, but I was able to look that up and he felt better just knowing like a certain point in time that he could look to as, you know, by then he'll be able to take a, a sigh of relief mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just kind of where, astrology is a benefit because you everything passes everything is a moment in time right and if we can get past the hard stuff knowing there's something better just around the corner um that's or at least some sort of relief from it Mm -hmm. you know it it can help us out of those sort of dark periods sure sure um i went through some very difficult transits last fall but um relationship wise but i but knowing the chart ahead of time uh, I knew when they would hit and when they would be passing. And that doesn't mean you get over them that day, but, no. but you, you know when you start to grow through a, an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah. And, um, you know, and everybody's journey is different. And 
even if you're born the same day, the way planetary energies express themselves is different for different individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, it's a never ending, uh, always interesting story that the universe plays out for us through the means of astrology. I think mm-hmm. if you Absolutely. just know how to read it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with me today. Yeah, and it was fun. Yeah. Come see us at the Renaissance Festival and have a good day. If you like Blood Moon Milk and you would like to support the podcast, consider subscribing for The Daily Dose. It's an email subscription newsletter that I send out Monday through Friday with all the important transits and I animate it and it is only five bucks a month and it's a great way to stay in the loop on what's going on in the sky between episodes and you help support the show. To sign up, just head over to bloodmoonmilk.com and look for The Daily Dose in the sidebar. Thanks for listening.